There are business leaders that are making so much more than profit in their enterprises. They're elevating their businesses, teams, and themselves to add more value. And so can you. Welcome to the Chris Cooper Business Elevation Show with host Chris Cooper. If you were looking for ways to elevate success while contributing to a better world, you'll want to listen in for the next hour. Now here's your host, Chris Cooper. Hi, this is Chris Cooper, and a big welcome to the Business Elevation Show on Voice America. It's uh, wonderful to be back with you today. It's the 3rd of April, 2020. This has been recorded live, and I mentioned that. I don't normally mention the dates, particularly on these. Um, it's only relevant if you're listening to these live, but of course, we're in unprecedented times at the moment. You know, the words coronavirus are just um, its all over you know, the world, the media, apparently as of today, uh, over a million people now have the coronavirus. It's rising. Deaths are rising. Our paradigm is shifting in terms of you know, the way we live, in terms of um, business. You know, many of us are in lockdown. You know, leadership is, is being challenged like it's never been challenged before. And, uh, you know, potentially when we come out of this situation with government spending vast amounts of money, um, you know, the world is going to be, be very, very different. And, you know, I talk with a lot of people. My work is about helping um, individuals and leaders to develop and grow. And I'm a coach, a facilitator, a trainer, a speaker. And I also help um, people to develop really engaging workplaces. And I, I speak to a lot of people and... I think what is fascinating at the moment is as people um, shift to working from home, that's a real kind of trend that's happening right now. And uh, and also, you know, what we're realizing is that like the illness, which is very sadly, it's, um, it's, it's, it's impacting the lives, particularly with people with underlying health conditions. It's um, uh, people are dying who have, the, have conditions in, in the majority, but also businesses who maybe have some underlying health issues too. Uh, those are the ones who are more quickly getting, getting to the edge. But of course, um, whether you're um, in a, you know, a busy situation as a result of the virus at the moment, um, some industries are, uh, whether things are looking difficult or you're just going into hibernation, you know, of course, there will be metamorphosis. And I think at the moment, it's a really good time to be, as my clients are doing, as I talk to them, you know, I'm spending a lot of time with people just reflecting on the current situation and helping them to think about their the way that they're operating and thinking about how maybe they might adapt perhaps online in this uh, new world. It's a good time to to reflect, to think deeply. But also, I think... As um, the, a, the, a well-known in the UK artist called David Hockney said this week, he was um, talking from his 83, he was talking from his home in France, and he was saying that in, in his uh, perspective on life is that there's only two things that are important. It's food and it's love. And I hope that this show will give you know, be food in terms of ideas and inspiration. Um, but also, you know, we bring this out to you. And uh, I believe very much that we need to do things with love today. We need to be really utilizing this opportunity to connect even more and do things like our marketing in a and our, the way that we maybe influence in a, in, a, in a sort of gentle, caring and supportive way. 
if you've got a situation right now, you know, if you want to share anything about the current situation or that's relevant to this show, do feel that you can drop me an email to chris at chriscooper.co.uk. I would love to hear from you and maybe I'll take a look at those in the break and if there's any questions you want us to talk about, we can do that. So to today's show, we're going to talk about influencer marketing, but of course, in uncertain times. And how do you build maybe your influence and develop your brand online in unprecedented times like today? You know, the world in 2020, it has been brought to a standstill by this frightening new paradigm. And it's hard to see, you know, a positive in the word viral. Yet for many years, marketeers have used the concept of the multiplication of opportunity by viral marketing techniques to successfully build their brands online. As we move it more into this online world, understanding the key principles of influencer marketing is now essential. And I'm talking to a lot of consultants and coaches and facilitators and who are having to do that now, including myself. I'm looking at the way that I operate. Now, Luke Peters started, started over five businesses. His current brand, New Air, is growing with over 50 employees. They have multi-eight-figure sales. Uh, Luke started this as a side hustle out of his garage. Now, New Air has been voted as one of Orange County's top workplaces in 2019. His newest venture is an e-commerce service business, www.retailband.com, and he's the host of the Page One podcast, a twice-weekly podcast which features lots and lots of guests and thought leaders on all sorts of topics from tariffs and influencer marketing and product launches, those sorts of things. Um, so we're going to discuss today influencer marketing, of course, in conjunction with today's environment. Uh, and in particular, YouTube to kind of help us survive and flourish. And I know that Luke is also, uh, his degree is actually in microbiology. And on his show, he's been, uh, he's been interviewing various people who have got a real knowledge in, in virus and, and in um, the, you know, how to operate in today's environment. So I think it'd be sensible to sort of start, Luke, by asking you, you know, firstly, how are you and your family, importantly, how are you being impacted by the coronavirus and maybe what's your perspective on it? Well, thanks for having me, Chris, and uh, it's a pleasure again to be on the Business Elevation show. So I just want to uh, really appreciate you having me on. And yeah, we've been affected. We're, we live in Southern California <clears throat> and uh, we went on lockdown about three weeks ago. Luckily, there's not a lot of cases and, you know, we're in a um, somewhat of a suburban area, so a little spread out. And uh, I would say... In our city, which is about 200,000, there might be, you know, something like 40 cases, uh, which, you know, you don't, mm. everybody's not being tested. So it could be more than that. And um, I think we were pretty early to go on, on lockdown, which kind of prevented a situation that, say, New York has seen. So, yeah, th- thanks for asking. We're, we're all doing good. We're all pretty much out of the house. I go into the office still just because it's closed and our warehouse is open. So, I go in and I'm the only one pretty much in the office and, uh, and we're considered essential to the supply chain because at Newer we sell some um, refrigeration products and people need refrigerators right now and uh, they need their wine cooler more than ever in these times to have something to have a, have a drink at home. So that, that's how we're doing. <laughs> so so you've, not, you've not been greatly influenced yet, but you are in lockdown, aren't you? Besides you being able to go into the office. You... Exactly. Yeah, so lockdown, what it means, you know, it, it probably is different from place to place. Um, everybody can pretty much do as they want in a sense. You just have to keep your social distancing, and people are very, uh, a lot of outdoor enthusiasts around here. 
But of course, you know, you can't go inside restaurants, you can't go inside movie theaters, pretty much all entertainment is shut down. Uh, and so, you know, there's not, I mean, in the evening or, or on the weekends, you can go for walks, we're near the beach, you can do all of those things, but there isn't any real social activities, all the churches are closed. And, and so that's, that's pretty much all gatherings have basic, basically been shut down. And that, that's, that's how lockdown looks over here. All right. So you, you're allowed to spend time is, is purely with your family, is it? Can you, Correct. Yeah, you, you can't spend yep. time with others, neighbors, those sorts of things. Exactly. Yeah, and even at work, you know, we have um, we we put in some pretty strict measures uh, following uh, CDC guidelines, uh, Center for Disease Control here in the U.S. And so everybody's wearing masks, gloves. They stay. They have to stay six feet away. Luckily, we have a big warehouse. They all use their own. Well, not their own, but the company equipment. But they don't interchange equipment. So. Um, and then, you know, as far as lunch goes, everybody is separated kind of at different tables. And so we're doing all of those things to, you know, maintain safety, um, which fortunately we're able to, because we have a big warehouse, some companies, I think it's tough to, to do all of those measures, but, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, we just want to keep everybody safe, healthy, and we want to keep operating. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I'm kind of interested, you've got six children, I believe. Yes. So. Yep. I just want you know any tips for influencing your family to you know to really kind of keep harmony during these uh, these challenging times when you all find yourself together in lockdown. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a great question. I mean, you know what? Luckily, we are the the family's doing great. We have a little bit of a routine, so I would say so. So two of the kids still have uh, school, so they're doing school remote. Um, so they have a little bit of a schedule, you know, they got to wake up and, and do some work. It's not the same, but they have to do some. And I would say, tr- uh, keeping busy. So for us, keeping busy means always going on a walk, a couple walks even because there's not a lot else to do. And luckily, you know, we're a mile from the beach and we have some nice paths that we can walk on. But for anybody, um, I would say, uh, especially with younger ones is, is keeping, is doing a lot of exercising. So, you know, we have a little bit of a routine where we go on runs and then we'll go on walks and, you know, that can take up a couple of hours every day and people feel better mentally. I mean, this is proven science, but um, people feel better mentally when they exercise and when they get some sun, I, I believe. So um, that, that's, I think that's the main thing right there. And then also having, uh, you know, uh, schedules around, you know, this is when dinner time is just, just because it, the problem with everybody at home is everybody can just be eating all day long. And then, but if you just keep the same schedule and say, Hey, dinner's at six o'clock, everybody gets together at six and you have, you know, have a nice dinner. So those types of calendaring, those types of things, I think, uh, you know, it could be still informal, but it, it keeps the house, uh, you know, fun and everybody getting along. Yeah, I agree. We, we've been doing some little things around, uh, just, you know, thinking what can you, what you know, what have you learned today? What are you grateful for today? We also, you know, you mentioned there about exercise. You know, what are we doing with regard to our body? And we're also going out for a walk each day. Um, yep. Doing other things as well. I'm doing quite a bit of indoor cycling at the at, at the moment. And then the other thing is actually is about heart. So the heart is about actually what kindness have we shown to other people? Um, so I'm I'm sort of seeing this as an opportunity to. I've got my kids very close at the moment to to maybe do a little bit of a bit of bit of kind of self development with them as well, just to to help them gain a perspective on what's truly important. Uh, it's not just about the best trainers or the football boots or um, you know watching um, YouTube 
there's maybe some other things that we can learn. So yeah, doing a bit of that at the moment. So, yeah, that's great. Um, so tell us, um, how did you come to do what you do? And and you've not you have new air, but you've got other businesses as well. You know, how have you? Where did that all come from in your life? Coming from a degree in microbiology and yeah. So so I started so I. Uh, completed my degree in microbiology and, and I went and worked as a hazardous waste scientist. So basically working for a branch of the Environmental Protection Agency here in California. And what we did is we um, worked on projects that were contaminated already. And then we worked on remediation of those uh, projects. So you could think of groundwater pollution, um, which is usually um, has a lot of VOCs, which is these uh, volatile organic compounds that um, you know, so a lot of them would be the same compounds that are used, say, in, in a, in a um, dry cleaning service, but they come in many different forms, and um, we would, I would be working in that area. But at the same time I was doing that, my little brother started a business selling stuff online, and, and, it was in, and he just took off. His business took off. So I started thinking that, you know, my job was, while we were doing good, it wasn't that stimulating because it was a government job. It was very slow moving, and uh it, it's better. It, everybody there was telling me, you know, I come back in 20 years. It's not for young people. They were joking around with me because I was working with a lot of geologists and scientists. And so um, ended up starting uh, the business, you know, right there. So burned the midnight oil, started it at night with my wife. And we had a couple kids at the time living in a small condo and uh, then out of a garage at my mom's house, literally. So and then out of the garage at a house that we purchased. So we just started small like that and started selling other people's products and eventually built a newer brand, brought our own products in. And over the years, started direct to consumer, but now changed the business format to more of a wholesale business where we're selling to Home Depot, Lowe's, Walmart, Amazon, Wayfair, and all these other great companies, and um, also selling direct to consumer. But along the way, started a couple businesses, and I've, I've kind of rolled them back into the main business. So started different brands, started different businesses along the way, and actually through college had my own business as a pool cleaner. It was called uh, Pool Heaven, and we, we, uh, <laughs> I, I, I would service pools, and that's how I paid for my tuition. So I worked about two or – I just worked all day for two or three days and went to school the other two or three days, and um, – and then I actually sold that business when I, when I graduated. So ha- I've had a variety of different companies and then now have started Retail Band, which is a kind of a strategic consultancy where we help companies sell more online. Excellent. So we've just got two minutes before commercial break. So you, know, you, you help people sell more online and therefore you know, influencer marketing is, is very important to you. What it, just yep. from your definition, what is it and why is it particularly important right now? Yeah, and there's a lot to talk about with influencer marketing, but the main, the main thing that people have to think about with influencer marketing is, number one, it's, it's gone on forever. So um, sometimes people will look down on it because they see the Kardashians and they're, or they see these big influencers and some of it, a lot of it can be fake. But remember, you know, Nike did this when they had the best athletes wear their shoes. And literally that's how they came to dominance in the, in the footwear industry. So influencer marketing is essentially getting other people to talk about your products or and, and using that as a branding vehicle. So it's easy to write a blog in a sense that that's you talking about yourself. And, uh, you know, this, in simple terms, customers and, you know, your potential customers will believe somebody else that already kind of has a share of their mind. That would be the influencer. They're going to believe that person over the brand. And so that's a, 
in simple in simplified terms, that's the power of influencer marketing. You get other people talking about you. Excellent. Well, on that note, we're going to uh, go to commercial break now. And after the break, we'll find out much more about uh, you know, who, who this is really helpful for, how to do it. And we'll find out why you love YouTube, how to use it, those sorts of things. So we'll be back again with some very practical conversation in just a couple of minutes. So do join us shortly. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Would you like to work personally with the host of this show to help realize your your potential? Chris Cooper supports business leaders and hypers and hypers and high potential individuals to achieve greater success in their businesses and careers. Support includes the opportunity to join a high-return group mentoring and mastermind program called the Achiever Program. One-to-one mentoring and coaching, facilitated leader development workshops and speeches. Email info at bemoreachievemore.com to arrange a free, no-obligation consultation to see how Chris and his team can help you. We hear it and read about it every day in the news. America is heading over a fiscal cliff. Home prices are still receding and unemployment growing. How can you preserve and increase your wealth in this kind of economy? Tune in to Turning Hard Times into Good Times with host Jay Taylor. Jay will explain the decline of our monetary system and the economy and will give you winning investment ideas and the tools to protect and increase your wealth. Turning Hard Times into Good Times with Jay Taylor can be heard Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. If you hear a dog barking or an angel singing, then you know that you are listening to Waking Up in America. Heard every Wednesday at 3 Pacific Time, Valerie Kirkard and all of her friends will bring you powerful and humorous discussions that raise thoughts and give you insight on how to live your life to its fullest potential. Adventure is always a must on Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkard every Wednesday at 3 Pacific. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. tuned into the business elevation show with your host chris cooper if you have a question or comment about our show please direct your emails to chris at chriscooper.co.uk that's chris at chriscooper.co.uk now back to chris cooper hi this is chris cooper i'm with luke peters and we're talking about influence and marketing for uncertain times and and luke just before the, the break there, you were giving us your definition of influence and marketing and uh, really being about other people talking about you. And there's a huge amount of time that people put into writing writing blogs and maybe posting videos to themselves, talking on YouTube and the like. Are you suggesting that actually there's a better way than doing doing that? Is, that, is, is there a place for that? And is there a better way? Oh, yeah. Well, actually, it's a great question. There's absolutely a place for that. Um, you know, when, when you think of content marketing, you think of your content marketing calendar and obviously folks, when they do that, they're, they're creating content that's in the best interest of their potential clients and they're trying to educate and help. And that, that's definitely a proven strategy. So influencer marketing would go along with it. It would go along with it because, you know, if you think of a, a funnel and you could call it a sales funnel or just a funnel of, of clients that starts at the top of the funnel, which is a lot bigger and that's going to be the uh, interest and education part of that funnel way at the top. And then down at the very bottom is kind of the decision and purchase portion of that funnel. Very, very small. So you think of creating content, you can 
think of different segments of that funnel moving customers along in a way that you're helping them. And influencers can work on both ends of that funnel. You know, it could be, uh, you know, maybe a YouTube video that introduces people to a product or service they didn't even know about, or it could be a more specific influence engagement down at the bottom where um, someone already knows the industry and they just needed to kind of get that final push. And now they trust this influencer and they go with your product or service, or you created the same exact content as well. So you have your specific content and they, they trust that and that provides the final push. So they, they work in concert with each other. Okay. So they're both, so they're both important. We shouldn't stop doing the one. However, we, we need to ensure that is also contributing maybe to helping people to talk about our brands and maybe, maybe giving them some of the information to help them do that perhaps. Yeah. And, and the other thing, Chris, is that influencer marketing can definitely be evergreen. That means it can have a long-term strategy to it. And that's, that's why I really like YouTube. But one thing is, especially people who are starting their business, they have to remember that if they're writing blogs, then generally the, the time frame, the ROI is going to be longer term because new sites are going to take a lot longer to rank. Uh, these things don't happen immediately. So at the very beginning, especially for newer businesses, um, social media is going to be your quicker route to getting customers or just picking up the phone because you can get kind of more of a direct impact, whereas kind of the more passive approach of writing content and waiting is going to be a longer term play and can be difficult actually for new companies. I mean, it could take, especially if they don't know SEO, even if they know SEO, you know, you're still looking at six months or more potentially to get decent results. So there's uh, it, it is really complicated. That's why it's, it's great to work with folks that kind of understand SEO, but, um, you know, there's, there's strategies for more immediate results and there's strategies for longer term. And it's good to build the longer term because you're kind of building that machine or that asset for your company, you know, something that's always going to be there. And so you don't want to neglect any of them. Okay, cool. So how do you get, how do you, you know, best get other people talking about your brands? What kind of people do you want talking about your brands? And then maybe we can yep. chat about maybe the mediums that are best to, to do this. Yeah, so there's, there's obviously you have, you know, so, the social media channels and you have your Facebook and Instagram, which are um, a great ways to do it. They're tougher in a little, in a little a few ways just because, um, you know, Facebook has uh, monetized it to the point where you literally have to, uh, brands are paying a lot more now to engage with their, their audience than they were a year ago and for sure three years ago when it was basically free. So there's, there's, it's come a long way and it's different. Instagram is also obviously a good platform. And the way I would think about Instagram now is you think of collaboration. So you're working with, with other influencers and, and you collaborate with them and you get a little bit of a share of their audience. And then the other uh, major one that we enjoy working with is, is um, YouTube. And on YouTube, you know, you're, it's the same thing. If, if an influencer or somebody with a strong YouTube audience creates a video and includes your product or service in that video and promotes it, you know, that would be in our definition and influencer engagement. And um, the good thing about YouTube is that video is now evergreen. It, it stays there versus say Instagram where it, it's, it pops up for that day and it's gone and you get a little bit of a spike in traffic and then that spike is gone. And so YouTube is a lot more like your blog in the sense that, you know, it can actually build over time. But at the same time, you get a quicker pop because 
that influencer already has ranking. They already have an audience. So you're not writing a blog and starting at, you know, zero traffic to your site and waiting for Google to index you and waiting for your rankings to go up. It happens a lot quicker with influencers. So it, uh, YouTube is kind of in between Instagram and writing your own blog and has uh, many benefits. So, so, okay. So we've got you writing your own blog, placing um, your own content onto YouTube. However, they, what you're suggesting is a, a faster way to do this potentially is if you is almost kind of product placement, such as you influence those people who've got big audiences and then you get onto their, into their listening somehow. And then maybe they, they promote you to help you reach a, a bigger audience. Yeah. And, and, and definitely want to clarify, Chris, that you want to do them all. If, if one has the time to daily create YouTube videos or weekly, you absolutely want to be doing that. And, and, and grow your own channel. Because when you, when you own your own channel and if you build an audience, that absolutely gives you the strongest long-term value because it's your own audience. But what I'm talking about is, is in concert with that is working with influencers. I mean, it's, it's an actual partner engagement. You first have to identify the influencer. You then have to kind of usually with some, some sort of software automation go through a process to literally sign a, a contract to work with that influencer because they're going to provide some services you're providing in the case of newer, we're providing a product to them. They're then going to create a video about that. And they're only going to, most influencers are very protective of their audience. So they want to be truthful. They don't want to put anything out there that's going to damage their reputation. So it's hard to work with the right influencers. A lot of them won't be interested when you do find somebody that's interested, let's say for new air, let's say we're, we're, you know, we have a new wine cooler and we want to work with either a wine sommelier or maybe it is even a home construction influencer or it's just a wine enthusiast. See, so you'd go through different types of influencers and there's some back and forth. They have, you know, value they're providing. So they may have a fee or they may just be fine with a brand new wine cooler. And then of course, with different FCC regulations, they have to announce that they're, they are working with the brand on this so that everything is out there in the open and there's transparency. And then their video may range from um, how the product works to a review of the quality of a product to just kind of how it fits into their daily life. And usually in our, in, in our case, they're not hard sells. They're in, they're informative and, um, what it does is eventually, if you do it right, that video would then rank organically on YouTube for certain search queries. And that'll give you, it will be very similar to ranking on Google for a blog, but now you're ranking on YouTube, which is the number two or number three top searched um, search engine. So that's a quick uh, rundown of how it works start to finish, obviously with a lot of details in between. And uh, YouTube is a favorite for you. Correct, yes. Right. So, so the main ones, obviously, for products and for services, the the a great ones to work with are Instagram and YouTube right now, and, and, and Facebook as well. But um, the thing with Facebook is you're now having to pay for audiences, so that one's become a lot more expensive. So your reach is less. With Instagram, you your product or service gets exposure, but just for a very short period of time, let's call it six to 24 hours. And with YouTube, you do get a, a pop at the beginning, but it continues with a long tail um, volume of search for a long period of time, potentially many years. 
So yes. that's that's why we really like YouTube. Yes, makes that makes sense. Yes, I remember uh, creating a little video about a dozen years ago when we got a new pop, and uh, that's somewhere on YouTube's YouTube still, and it still gets even I don't know my dog's coming up to twelve years old, and it still gets uh, something you know comments pop up and uh, mm-hmm. and you know traction <laughs> increases, and you know that's about over twelve years. Yeah, um, it's quite exactly. a nice way. Yeah, Great example right there. Money the money the dog. Um, so you say that you've you've sort of democratized influencer marketing, and you work with a by working with a platform and a process that um, uh, can deliver influences in packages for brands. Um, is that part of your your consultancy business that you do that? And and how exactly. does that work? Yeah, so it works so well with our brand at New Air, and. You know, we are doing higher consideration products. So we're doing products that might range from 100 to well over $1,000. They might be beer coolers or wine coolers or portable air conditioners or misting fans and beverage coolers. So these are, these are larger products. And um, what works great about them is since they're somewhat expensive, a video is perfect because then the viewer gets a chance to see the details of this product, right? Versus just a, a, an image on Instagram. And what we've done at New Air is we, we did uh, somewhat automate this and created a process and we have SOPs around it and we have a lot of automation built around it. And so in doing that, it, we created kind of a system that we can then offer to other clients. And so, yeah, that, that's how we've created packages and we can sell, you know, 10 influencer packages. And, and definitely there's a lot of art to it and there's still a human connection. So it can take months, you know, to get through these because there's a lot of back and forth negotiation. But it's great because it's tangible for the client because, you know, they know kind of what they're getting. And, you know, there's always some surprises but more tangible than it has been in the past because in the past, are usually these are usually like talent agencies that are negotiating one influencer at a time and they're usually very expensive. And in this case, we're working with what we call micro-influencers. These are YouTube influencers that may have between 10 and 100,000 followers. They usually don't charge very much. Sometimes they'll do it just for the, the, the actual sample. Sometimes they'll charge a small amount but you're getting very um, influential people because their audiences have high engagement. They're not huge names, but there's a lot of advantages to working with these micro-influencers because their audiences are actually growing over time. So those are the types of um, engagements we work with. I see. So you, so you, you, know, you know these people, you have a relationship with them, they kind of trust you, and therefore, through having developed those, that, that platform and relationships with New Air, you're then able to now to to leverage that and, and help clients to do it. So yeah, well, in a lot of cases, actually in most cases, we're literally going out and getting new influencers because we really have, yeah, because we have to tailor them to that client's product. And, um, but we have the system that is set up. So that still helps us, but the, the, what slows it down is, you know, every single one is a unique uh, negotiation and that's kind of the art of it. Mm. So tell us a bit about that. That kind of art. I mean, how how do you how do you go about developing those relationships with the, with the, the best influencers, depending, of course, upon the the strategy and the brand, and then go about influencing them. I mean, you, you say it's an art. How does it how does it work? Yeah, well, it works like any type of uh, partner or product negotiation. So you 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 approach somebody and you tell them that you have an opportunity, 
And the problem is number one, they, they get these emails all the time and ours is obviously legitimate and we've done the research, but uh, on their end, they may not know. So sometimes they're not receptive and you have to maybe, you know, email them a couple of times. And then once you're negotiating with them, you know, they may want say, you know, a thousand dollars and you're offering just the product. And so there's a little bit of a back and forth because you know what the client is uh, receptive to and they usually will start kind of higher. So there's that part of negotiation. And then you have to negotiate how the content is actually going to be done. Um, what type of title is going to be used? Ensure that your top keywords are going to get in there so that you have some search engine optimization built into it. Um, everything has to be transparent. So um, while you're doing this negotiation, it has to be in a way that's transparent and helpful to the end viewers. So there's a lot of art to it. And then, of course, they, there's going to be production. So now they've got to produce this, and they have to release it at a certain time. And, of course, we always want it sooner than later for the client. But they may have a lot of productions in front of your video, and so it may not be timed out for a couple months. And in between all of that, there's a platform. So we have a, um, a CRM that we use to, to uh, manage all this back and forth because you can imagine you don't want this in your inbox. It's too much. It would be way difficult to handle and you want to automate as much as possible so that your team that's running this process is not spending their time on creating emails. They're spending their time on higher level activities like actually negotiating contracts and actually finding you know, valuable influencers. So what you do is you, you, know, you, you need a good CRM and then, then we have a good discovery platform for influencers. What that means is you, know, you need a way Obviously, you can just go to YouTube and do it, and we did that at the beginning. Um, you need a way to, to actually find and discover who are good influencers in the categories you're looking for. So you put all those things together, and it, it does create um, – there's a lot of value built into that, in, into having a system like that. Mm, yeah, yes, I can see that. So, so you've, really, you've really built up the way to do it, which will really fast-track it for people than trying to work it all out for themselves. Because uh, some of the some yep. of these areas, um, you really benefit from if you've you've done a few miles with them first, as you have. Exactly, it. exactly. Yeah. So yeah, people would spend; they would make a lot of mistakes. And and the value of working with someone like us is we've already made those mistakes, and and we know where the value is. Yeah, that sounds good. So so I mean, I'm kind of interested with these. You know, when people are on YouTube and they are sharing products, and how, how impartial are they really? Then, if there were if there are people who are kind of placing and talking, I mean, do, do you yeah. only, for example, accept what you would evaluate as being very authentic products? As, do you, do you know, I, I think it's a mixed bag. I would say the influencers we work with, and I think this may have to do something with the micro influencers. I actually think that they're the most trustworthy, but they're definitely, YouTube is definitely used as a marketing platform. So like when my kids are watching stuff, I have to tell them like, if they're watching things about new shoes or whatever it may be, there's a lot of hyperbole built in. And people need to know how to filter that out on the, from the consumer perspective. But um, our products are not, you know, they're, they're appliances. And a lot of our client products are actually in similar categories. They're housewares, home and hardware. We work a lot with the housewares companies, home and hardware, products found in Home Depot, Walmart, you know, Target, Lowe's, Wayfair. And, and so, you know, th there's, I don't know how to explain it other than say that a lot of videos around those products are more how-to and show and tell. 
And I think they are more um, believable and they're more credible and the micro influencers don't want to burn their audience. So um, they're, they're very cognizant of that, but yeah. it's a, it's an excellent question though, because YouTube can be a, can be a land, a landmine. I mean, you have to really be careful where you go. Well, I found that myself. I've just um, this year have been sharing a couple of products on my, on my show uh, and I've actually been resistant to it in the past because I wanted to be authentic with it. But there were a couple of uh, a couple of brands that were very, very interesting, felt very authentic, had great products, and therefore I felt very authentic in being able to share it. But I had to feel that authenticity. I couldn't, you know, get excited about about promoting a car parking company or something like that. It had to be something that, you know, felt uh, helpful to the audience really under value so we're gonna to go to commercial yep. break now we're just um we've just got uh yeah just got a couple of minutes and then we'll be back with you and we'll i'd love to hear a few few tips from luke on maybe how to you know develop youtube content and you know how to build this these assets because some of us will be listening to this and thinking well you know influence is going to be helpful but i also like to develop my own content so i just love a sure. few few of your thoughts on that if you don't mind so back again in just a couple of minutes from the boardroom to you voice america business network would you like to work personally with the host of this show to help realize your potential chris cooper supports business leaders and high potential individuals to achieve greater success in their businesses and careers support includes the opportunity to join a high return group mentoring and mastermind program called the achiever program one-to-one mentoring and coaching facilitated leader development workshops and speeches email info at bemoreachievemore.com to arrange a free no obligation consultation to see how chris and his team can help you have you become a member yet sign up now to become a member of voice america it's always free and easy Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. From the boardroom to you. Voice America Business Network. You are tuned into the Business Elevation Show with your host, Chris Cooper. If you have a question or comment about our show, please direct your emails to chris at chriscooper.co.uk. That's chris at chriscooper.co.uk. Now back to Chris Cooper. Hi, this is Chris Cooper. I'm with Luke Peters. We're talking about influencer marketing. And I'm kind of interested just, um, you know, ref- reflecting. Quite a lot of the people who listen to this show, Luke, are you know, often consultants, you know, co- coaches, doing maybe some of them doing similar things to me, like leadership and business development, and maybe offering services, more services than maybe tangible products, or maybe they're offering, you know, training programs online or whatever. How... Um, so I'm therefore thinking that this is, you know, it's, it's very valuable if maybe you've got you've got some some tangible products. What's your thoughts around this around services? Oh, absolutely. It, it, I mean, there's a massive service industry. Um, I can tell you, even even my kids, I've seen them ask me to go take a basketball training class that they saw on YouTube. So there's there's uh, absolutely a massive opportunity there for services and and partnering with people 
who also offer services, but not your services and sharing audiences. Okay, great. And how do you, if you, what are your, you know, your best tips for anybody who's maybe thinking, actually, I'm not, I'm not present on YouTube. I, I need to start building my own, my own kind of platform on there. What would you be your, your top tips to help people to, to establish themselves on YouTube and, you know, build great content? Yeah. And, and I, and I tell you what, Chris, we're, we do a lot with um, our partnerships and with influencers. And I wish I did more ourselves with our own videos. We, we found the, the, the influencer videos to be more valuable. So given time, we focus more on them, but basic tips for people going on YouTube is to be consistent um, and build an audience and obviously be engaging quickly right at the beginning of the video. And unfortunately YouTube has really become a marketing engine. So for some people that could be uncomfortable, but at the same time um, for someone like yourself, it's, you don't want to over market yourself because you're offering professional services. And like you said, you know, there's a level of trust that you need to be built that, that has to be built between you and the potential client. So professional services will be at least we'll have a little less of the marketing aspect, uh, which is probably music to most <laughs> professional service providers ears. But you know, you want to be engaging, you want to be fun. And the, I would say the main thing is that is this, if you're already creating content, so most professional service providers are writing a blog, most of them are going to be active on social media. It, you know, um, content creation 101 says you use that same content and you reapply to all different um, content platforms. So if you're writing a blog, you're probably going to be using your preferred social media site, maybe LinkedIn or something like that. And, and so that blog lives on your site, but then maybe you're going to post a, some version of it on LinkedIn or you're going to post on LinkedIn, a link to the blog. So that would be reusing that content in a, in a way. Then you may um, break that blog up into smaller sound bites and post it somewhere else or back on your site as additional content. Then you may use that content and use that as a subject for YouTube. So the point I'm trying to make is it doesn't have to be a whole extra job where you're like, oh man, now I got to go create new content from scratch and I just don't have time for YouTube. No, you're going to, you actually should be incentivized to do that. You already did the hard work of creating the content once that, that is your biggest time investment. Now you gain ROI by reproducing that content on the different platforms. And it's regarding YouTube. You can just see that as another platform. Excellent. And do people with, with YouTube, do you have any thoughts on the best equipment to use? To do it, do you, do you recommend high quality filming by a third party or is, is, is an iPhone suitable? What, what are oh, your yeah. thoughts? Yeah, no, it doesn't, it doesn't matter in today's world. In fact, um, most audiences don't care as much about quality. And by the way, the new iPhones or the new, you know, Samsung phones, all the new phones have incredible cameras, you know, maybe do something with a microphone, have uh, a headset or have a decent microphone. But as far as video goes, you don't have to worry about that. And I would say the most important thing is lighting. And, you know, I kind of, I'm kind of a uh, hobbyist or enthusiast with photography and, and lighting is everything for a photograph. I mean, literally it's everything. And um, that's probably where I would start with your videos is lighting. And it doesn't need to be professional lighting. It could be window lighting. And you just have to understand basic things like basic lighting angles and basic things like the rule of thirds and just build that into your video and think about your background and you'll be just fine. And and in more than ever, it matters less than ever. <laughs> so uh, 
People are more worried about, they want the content, they want the trust, they want the personality, and the production quality is all secondary. Mm. Good, good steer, because that, that can be a barrier, can't it? It can put people doing, off doing it in the first place. 100%. And, and the thing is, though, where it is important is engagement. So if, you know, you do create now, so remember, you can do high def with all of the cell, all of cell phones can do high definition. So just making sure that, you know, you, the subject are filling mo- most of the frame and you're engaging and you're smiling and you're looking at your audience and you know what's important to your audience. So maybe you understand that ahead of time and include those words and those subjects. That's going to create that. That's your starting point. So now you're creating engagement. So don't think about video quality. Think about engagement, which does take, you know, some aspects of quality, right? Because you have to have the lighting good. Otherwise, if you're backlit, how are you going to create engagement when they can't see your face and your expressions? So that's more the angle I would take on video quality is, is focus on engagement. Excellent. That's a great, uh, a great thought. And then, therefore, you know, if you're doing, you know, you're doing this over time, then presumably you're, you're then building up this bank of assets on YouTube, um, I mean, to, to, for some companies, does this, does this have value and intellectual property? That's Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, it, you know, it's creating your brand. So, and for, so for your audience and professional services, you all are trying to create your brand. And oftentimes the sales cycle is really, it's a long sales cycle. And pretty much the reason why a client chooses you is they trust you. Like these are almost exclusive across all um professional service sales is all sales are built on trust and most sales have to be closed in a personalized manner. So some companies can have a sale on their website where they're selling a service and they've been able to, you know, turn that into something that can happen automated without them having to be involved. But, you know, those are usually less expensive services. So you have to sell more of them, but for traditional, you know, coaching or, uh, marketing services or any of his other services, it's going to end up in a phone call or a video call. Like that's the step to close it. And and then someone's going to have to, um, you know, present some sort of service agreement. So the point is what YouTube and all of this marketing does in advance is it kind of paves the road to that final call. So it's not going to be that final call, but it's going it, to, you now are becoming the trusted expert in your category. So whatever your category is, your content should be very narrow. Uh, definitely go narrow over wide, go less over more, zero in on exactly what your audience wants, um, do some keyword research, build your content around those keywords and stay there. And what it's going to do is it's going to kind of fill that funnel for you, but you still have to close at the end of the day. And folks that might be a little bit um, annoyed at the sales process may be starting at the bottom of the funnel. So they're just trying to close. But what they have to realize is, that the audience needs to be um, educated first and you have to fill that funnel. And that's what this YouTube content is going to do for you. Excellent. Well, great. I'm, um, you know, I think this is very, very helpful uh, to really reflect on and to think about how do we maybe influence if we're in that uh, sort of space with our products and service, other people to, share more about uh, you and what you do and your your products and we've had a good conversation about how to 
create YouTube content yourself and build this asset base. And it's just part of the, the journey, which can be quite a long one um, with, with professional services that what you're, in, what you're, you're into. Um, just thinking back about you know, all of the lessons that you've had in, through your, your career and, and setting up businesses. And I just wonder what your thoughts are right now with regards to you know, any thoughts that you might have to help people deal with the, the current situation mentally and uh, in, in terms of what you think might be, if their businesses are struggling a bit right, right now and they're, they're worried and uncertain, you know, what do you think this time should be used for um, while this, this current situation plays out with the coronavirus and lockdown, et cetera? Yep. What are your thoughts? Well, it's a, that's a great question, Chris, and it's different for every business. And uh, I guess we'll stick on the theme of professional services. The thing is right now, um, businesses are definitely afraid to, to spend money. Um, and so anybody in professional services will kind of, you know, use a term like their pipeline is dried up. So let, let, we can start with that assumption. It doesn't mean you stop selling, but it does mean that maybe for the next month, uh, you know, cold calls and direct selling may not be the right approach, but, what, but you still want to remain top of mind. So I would say... Uh, now, this assumes everybody has a little bit of the luxury of not having to close business right now. But for long term, assuming you can make it through you know, the next couple months, is you can still fill the funnel. You can still uh, provide help in so many different ways. You can call all of potential clients and provide some sort of helpful partnership to them to grow their business for free. You can do... Um, you know, some sort of uh, influencer engagement for them for free. So there, this is a time to just provide support to these clients, knowing that in the future they could become paid clients and you don't want to train them that you're going to be doing work for free, but you do it more out of a um, framework that you, that you know they're going through a tough time, you, you want to help them. And a lot of times emails are being Basic emails where you might be writing somebody and sending them content that's helpful and that you're thinking of them, those are great. But I'm going to tell you, people are afraid right now. And that probably isn't enough to further your business. You literally want to see how you can actually make them dollars, which is a lot harder, by the way. And um, I think that's a great way to spend time. And it's, it's kind of takes everybody back to, you know, when they started their business, maybe right out of college where they had to go do something for free for a while. But at the same time, you can, um, you know, build an indelible memory in, 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 in some of these folks because they're going to be forever grateful for help and service that you're providing. And especially if you have the time and, and you don't have uh, clients right now, I think that's an appropriate way to spend the time. Yeah, sounds uh Sounds like tremendous, tremendous advice. We've only got a couple of minutes now till we go to the end of the show, incredibly. And I've got to summarize for about a minute or so before we go. I just wonder if you've got a final message that you'd like to leave us with. Yeah, well, the final message is that, you know, think about marketing. Marketing can be for the short term and the long term. So I'll be honest, at, at my company at New Air, um, you know, we, do, we are focused on 90-day ROI because these are tough times. You know, we have products, we have inventory to worry about. And so our mindset has changed. You know, I have to like, I have to look at things that are going to help me in the short term. So if you as a service provider can also uh, change your product or service to 90-day ROI and, and use that message when you're talking 
to your client or CEO, that's a message that'll resonate. If the ROI is one year, two year, three year, that's a tougher message right now, you know, and speaking from both ends of it, that's something I would think about is change your, change your message to a shorter ROI. If you provide services around employees, the companies are, are going to be having a hard time with higher stress levels because people working remote is different and in some ways a lot harder. There's no um, face-to-face, less face-to-face interaction except for video. People are stressed out. People are working actually more now than they were before. Uh, people's routines are not like they used to be. So building services around those problems is, um, can be a great additional um, way you can support companies. Yeah, yeah. Luke, it's been absolutely brilliant. I just think there's been some tremendous thought, contents, ideas. You know, I love, the, I love some of those lessons that you just shared there in terms of that 90-day ROI and uh, how to approach people right now and how to support them and uh, to, to really kind of think differently. Um, been an absolute pleasure talking to you. And, uh, yeah, thank you. Are there, are there any – what um, – if people want to find out more about you, uh, this uh, www.retailband.com, is that correct? Yeah, it will, you can learn more about what we do from the service standpoint at retailband.com. You can find me on LinkedIn at Luke Peters. And, um, you know, and then we have our, a newair.com where our products and wine coolers and beer coolers and all of those other products live. Luke, it's been absolutely brilliant. Thank you so much. And uh, on next week's Thank show, you, we have... Thank you. And on next week's show, we, show we have um, Barry Shaw. Um, this is a, a show that's going to go out on, on Good Friday. And uh, I think if you, if you need a pick-me-up pick at the moment, this is one I pre-recorded a couple of weeks ago, and I can highly recommend it. Barry is um, he's, he's basically someone who's spreading joy around the world. He's, he's, he's endorsed by likes of Upper Winfrey. Um, he's got an amazing story, hugely successful entrepreneur, um, he, and lives in Beverly Hills, and then one day he suddenly, within an hour, was paralyzed, and he's got a whole story around that, but he's, he's committed in his life to helping people to live with more joy. He's got some amazing strategies. I've been sharing them with my kids, with my family, and uh, just at this this point in time, he's a, a fantastic antidote to, um, to what's going on. So I would really recommend listening to the show next week. A huge thank you to Luke. If you've enjoyed this, you see value in it for other people, please do forward it to them share it with them comment on it and uh, we, we you know i thank you for all your contribution i love to hear from you so my email is chris at chriscooper.co.uk thank you we thank you for listening to the chris cooper business elevation show Please join your host, Chris Cooper, again next Friday at 8 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Be more. Achieve more.